Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to a Chicago Sports Nation production, enhancing your Chicago sports fan experience. Well, come on. Welcome back to another Bears Nation podcast. This, for the first time, I'm pretty sure this is the first time that we, we officially have four hosts on this week's episode. I, we've had Kevin on as a guest, but I don't think officially Kevin has been named a host and all four of us have been here. Uh, guys, what do you, what do you think? Um, I mean, he's all right. We'll accept him. <laughs> I'm, Kevin, welcome I'm, I'm aboard glad as a here. host. Yeah, yeah, it's a. It's, you guys are awesome, man. I'm just happy to talk some Bears football with a bunch of other knowledgeable, really fun people. So yeah, it's gonna be a blast, and you, you guys are great to work with. Seriously, cool. he's giving us great honors by calling us knowledgeable. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, you are. You're doing this podcast. I mean, fair enough. Um, yeah, no, knowledgeable in the sense that I know. I know my team. I wouldn't say knowledgeable in the sense that I'm always right because. As everybody knows, if it goes on Twitter, if it goes on Josh Lyles 28 Twitter page, it's probably going to be the opposite of that. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, never mind. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Chris, how are you doing? Yeah, I didn't hear you. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I know we've been waiting for this day for a long time. We're, we're so close and um, I just I'm, I'm just ready. Cool. Uh, one thing I do like about this show is we don't. Um, talk about much other than just bears football so let's just go ahead and jump into it um week one it's here uh anything before we get into week one anything this pre any pre news that we that we've heard that just kind of stuck out that we really thought was interesting um uh, i mean uh, the trey burton news is pretty uh, big yeah yeah um and yeah, I mean, we were talking about it on the last podcast, uh, me, Jake and Kevin. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's just one of those things where I, I guess we didn't really know where he was at. And I mean, no one really knew what was going on with him. Um, but, you know, the, the news kind of came as a surprise to me. Um, and now he's listed as a game time decision. So um, I, I guess it's really just 50 50 at this point. Yeah, it's, it? I mean, it, it's really unfortunate, honestly, because I think the most annoying thing to Bears fans is it, it, the unknowingness of the whole situation, I think, is what is pissing off a lot of Bears fans because, you know, throughout the offseason and, you know, even training camp, we were kind of aware of the slow reps he was taking. You know, he wasn't really full go in, in any of the practices, really, and we thought that it would just kind of be a gradual progression up to week one, and all of a sudden there's a setback, and people are just like, okay, where did this come from? You know what I mean? It's an, I think they named it an un related groin strain something like that so I, I you know i 
because I saw a guy on Twitter who was saying, oh, here you guys are, you know, berating the, the Colts fans for yelling at Andrew Luck. And someone was trying to say that's the same situation for Burton. I wouldn't necessarily, you know, relate those two situations because I think no one just really knows what's going on with, with Burton. That's what we're kind of upset about. And, uh, well, Grace has been there before, like playoff game one. This is the mm-hmm. same exact thing. Like it was this unknown, oh, he's hurt now (laughs) what so it's 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 not like we're it's not like we're picking on him like it's like this is a reoccurring thing with him where injuries just kind of come out of nowhere not even a reoccurring thing it's something that we thought was over it's i mean we heard about the surgery and the minor procedure whatever you want to call it after he sat out the eagles game and then we didn't hear anything all off season and then we heard a little bit in like mini camp and training camp that he was still recovering. And then it seemed like he was fine. And then preseason started and he wasn't fine all of a sudden. And then last week he was fine, but then he didn't play and then he didn't practice. And then, okay, wait, now he is practicing. So I think that's where Bears fans, I mean, including ourselves, I would imagine are frustrated. Like it's just the back and forth. Like somebody just give us a definitive answer. Yeah. And so I think this, obviously opens up the talk with tight ends for the bears is there's is a major need i feel like because shaheen not enough tape to be able to decide okay this guy can handle it and then our, our two other guys after that i don't i don't know if i trust either broniker and who's a soul yep there we go soul, soul. Yeah. yeah so i don't know i don't know if they'll make one last offseason addition but that would mean getting rid of one person so i don't know i like everybody on the roster right now yeah unless i, mean, I got you know one i don't thing, think one there's thing anyone heard, really out there that like you one, can pick up and say this guy will help one thing i heard that i thought was interesting is if you made Nall ryan Nall a tight end just list him as a tight end <laughs> just to get him on the team you know so i don't know i don't know <laughs> that's hilarious oh man everybody loved him did you see how how bad everybody got about him being gone Oh yeah, I mean, I knew that was gonna happen. I, I figured that was gonna happen. He's he's a, he's a preseason favorite. He has been for the past two years now. So yeah, he's the new time. Tanner Gentry. Yeah, exactly. Wait, who's that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do him like that. Don't do him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He just he just yeah. disappeared. He was cool yeah. for a while. But. Yeah, not this year though. Um. Anyways, okay, cool. Oh no. Cody Whitehair being extended. That's ah, yes. that, that's good. He needed some some airtime. And then also, have you guys gone over to see the statues yet? I, I just heard about them today, so I don't know. I have not. I mean, man, they look cool, though. I mean, that's going to be a really uh, cool thing for those fans to experience there in week one. And, and you know, it's definitely something that should have been there. Uh, Walton Payton should have had a, a statue there years ago, but I'm glad they finally got it up there. And then the other one is George Hallis. So, you know, Chicago Bears love the history of their franchise, and that's clearly evident with this whole 100 season thing. So to have that there is, is super cool, and I thought they looked really good. Cool. All right, anything else to stick out before we get into the future? Let's just say real quick, obviously most people know Eddie Pinheiro is going to be the kicker. Yes. After yes. all this yep. talk, it will be Pinheiro. Man, yep. I, I'm still nervous, but I, hey, my prediction, I don't know if you guys saw, but my prediction is for week one. Oh, I 20, saw this, yeah. 24-21, Eddie P <laughs> saves the day. Eddie P saves the day. <laughs> Could you imagine, dude? <laughs> 
he he would literally be loved for the rest of time. Oh yeah, <laughs> if he could pull that off and be consistent and win us a Super Bowl, it will be pegged because of Eddie P. Yep. Anyways, okay, cool. Are you guys ready to get into it? Yep. Let's do it. All right, we're going to do a season preview. We're going to spend a little bit of time on week one just because that is literally this week, and that is nuts that it's finally here. I'm so excited. But um, we're going to do a full season preview all the way to week 17. We may even take like a little nap during the bye week. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's going to take a while. Uh, So hang on, um, and we'll see where this goes. All right. Week one, Chris, get us started. Um, I'm gonna say this is gonna be a this is gonna be a win for the Bears. Yeah. Um, I, you know, everything aside, rivalry aside, if you just put these two teams together, I I just think the Chicago Bears are a better football team. Um, I think that's the bottom line. Um, you know, Soldier Field. Uh, the, you know, to, to open up the season against them, I, I feel like it doesn't. You know, the opportunity doesn't get bigger to start the season. Uh, off on a good note um so yeah i i just think we're, we're more of a complete team and um you know i i i think um i think we're gonna we're gonna get it done cool jake i mean listen the, here's the thing about this game i obviously i love the bears everybody here loves the bears and i'm entirely here for them taking this win jamming it down the Packers throats and saying <laughs> yeah. to everybody in the world, in the world, you take your 13 and three prediction for the Packers and our eight and seven, one prediction or nine and seven prediction. And you just flip those around and you throw them in the sky. Listen, last year's bears were not a fluke. They return almost everybody. They argue, arguably make an upgrade from Adrian Amos to haha Clinton Dix, Buster screen and Bryce Callahan. Whatever. I mean, I, I believe in Buster screen. I think as a nickel back, he can't get in that much trouble. I think we just talked about Bryce Callahan all the time because he stood out for a nickel cornerback, especially for a guy who was undrafted. And then on the offense, you lose one guy from the starting offense and you make a huge upgrade. We love Jordan Howard here. Huge Jordan Howard guys, but we can't understate that David Montgomery is a more complete back. He's a faster back. And he's just more all around better for this system and what the Bears want to do. Not even mentioning Mike Davis and Tariq Cohen for what the Bears want to do on the ground. This team is hungry. They remember week one of last year. They remember what happened in week one of last year. And this year, you don't have a rusty Khalil Mack and a rusty Ro- Roquan Smith <laughs> who haven't fully grasped the system now. These guys are fully up to speed. <clears throat> I mean, Cleo Mack knows what he's doing now. Like not that he didn't know what he was doing before. He had a great game week one, but now he's fully integrated into this locker room. And and, I mean, Cleo Mack hit said himself, I'm ready to sack Aaron Rodgers." Mm -hmm. I I get Aaron Rodgers is the baddest quarterback probably in the entire NFL, as far as big games and big plays. And he's the boogeyman for the last five, six years. But I mean, we saw the tide start to shift last year, and I think that continues, especially in this 100th season with these awesome uniforms and just the vibe around the Bears. Yeah, I mean, look, I got them winning 31 to 14. I I really think I I don't think it's going to be close. I really don't. I mean, think about the energy, the electricity in that stadium. I'm a huge believer in momentum and in and what factor that plays in the game. It's going to play such a factor. Are you kidding? I mean, this is, I mean, Sunday Night Football uh, is branding it as the most historic uh, kickoff game in NFL history. And it is just that. I mean, the two 
you know, the most storied rival in football on in the 100th season uh, of the NFL with the Bears being in their 100th season as well. It doesn't get much better than this. And quite frankly, we saw what happened in that home game last year when the Bears played the Packers. How are people really going to say that it's going to be much different? First of all, I don't think the Packers offense is going to be better. I think it's going to be worse because they hired a coach who was the offensive coordinator of like the 25th worst offense in the NFL last year uh, with with that being Matt LaFleur. Their defense, again, gains Adrian Amos, who isn't going to get you seven interceptions in a game. They add like Ladavius and Preston Smith, who are old guys who aren't game changers. Rashawn Gary, their first round draft pick, didn't record a tackle in the preseason. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand how people actually think the Packers not only going to win this football game, but go 13 and three, which is, I believe, what Jake mentioned. Um, that is just uh, absurd. And I think, again, the Bears have everything going for them. A returning defense, like Jake mentioned, uh, a, a, a structured offense here in year two. Mitch Trubisky is going to take that leap. Also, the Packers don't know what the Bears are going to bring uh, to the table with Dave Montgomery. Uh, they have no clue. I mean, they really have no tape other than that first preseason game uh, with Carolina where uh, Montgomery scored that touchdown. But they have no idea. Allen Robinson, like we mentioned, is going to second year off ACL reconstruction surgery. They're going to come out and they're going to whoop them. I, I'm, give, I'm giving it 31-14, not going to be close. And this is the start of the Super Bowl season for the Chicago Bears. All right. Congrats. Yes. Can we get just a round of applause for – for uh, Kevin here because that was beautiful beautifully said I'm gonna go ahead and start it off hold on let me set my mic down really quick <laughs> that was just it was awesome um good job no, Kevin no I Thank loved you. I loved loved the hype on the I mean the the priority on the hype portion of it all because it game the games like that are changed when it comes to noise level and blah blah, blah like all of that and so when the Bears come home, the Bears are going to win. I'm just going to go yeah. ahead and say that next season. Like, what was what was the attendance um, on um, shoot over the off season? The attendance levels, like they were like a, oh at training camp. Yeah, training camp. There we you're go. You're talking about like nine thousand with you know eight thousand, nine thousand, which are levels they haven't seen in years. So I mean, attendance during a game is just going to be nuts, and not just that, like the fire and everybody everybody's going to be there and not just there but there if you know if you know what i'm talking about but like it's gonna be awesome i can't i can't wait to see it on tv because i live in hawaii but um yeah i mean everything i was gonna say so much but i feel like you you mentioned all of it but just like the new the new offensive system for the packers like there's there's no way they're going to click Right off the bat, they haven't played together all together yet um, in a game format. So, I mean, there's just going to be a lot of stuff that is going to be learned on the fly in mid-game. And I just think there's just too much credit given to, as good as Aaron Rodgers is, too much credit to him to say that this whole entire team is going to be clicking by the time week one comes, three days away. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and not only like that, but just like the inside linebacker problem that they're having. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of rumors that there's just nobody there and we have a ridiculous ground game right now. And so let's say, let's say Adrian Amos is the backbone of our defense. And since he's gone um, and he's with the Packers now, they have a ridiculous defense now that, that we're not going to be, they're not going to be able to stop us down the middle. So I, I'm, I'm really, oh, and they don't have, what was his name? James Dan? No, something Daniel. Mike Daniels. Mike Daniels. Defensive tackle. Anymore? They cut yeah. him. They cut him. 
like there's there's just so much against them um and to say week one that they're going to beat a consistent bears team like there's just no 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 foundation to it you know um trubisky year two in the same exact system um we can give the defense all the credit in the world but i mean this offense is going to be very different this season um being able to literally take what he's learned last week last year last season and just build off of that uh so i'm excited (laughs) there's no there's i have i have no argument against the bears um and a couple of these I will I will make arguments against them and say you know what they could potentially lose this game. I have no doubt in my mind that this is a win, uh, week one. So, yeah, cool. We all same consensus with a week. I mean, with a win. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. one one other yeah. thing. I mean, this is kind of going off what Jake said, right? I have a, unfortunately a lot of friends who are Packers fans, so you know they like to talk their trash. And I know, God, these past six months have just been back and forth trash talk. So I just can't wait for the game to do the trash talking itself. But. I mean, they all, you know, I say, oh, like, looking forward to week one or whatever, and they're like, oh, well, what happened in week one last year, and yada, yada, yada. Well, for all the reasons that Jake mentioned, you, that's why I brought up the home game last year, because that's more an example of what the team looks like. Last year, Nick Kwiatkowski was playing linebacker for 75% of that game. Last year, it was Mitch Trubisky's first game uh, in that system with Matt Nagy. It was the whole offense's first game in that system with Matt, uh, in that system with Matt Nagy. That's why you can't look at this game and, you know, try to make a prediction on this game based off of that one last year. Completely different. And also, that game was in Lambeau, you know, and again, go back to that whole hype thing, that momentum thing that had an effect on it as well. So, I again, I think it's going to be a blowout 31-14. What do you guys, uh, you guys have official score predictions? Yeah, so mine, um, just for fun, I, I said uh, 24-21 and Eddie P yeah, wins, yeah, yeah. wins the game. Okay. But uh, what about you guys? Um, uh, I, um, go ahead, Jake, go ahead. No, I, I actually have a lower one. I think the Bears put up a lot of points, but I think it'll be some like 28-10. Okay. Um, I got uh, 24-20 Bears. All right. Looks like uh, a win all the way around. You guys ready yep. to move yep. on to week two? Or yep. we have more to talk about? Week two. We nailed it. Cool. All right. So week two. We got week two against the Broncos. Um, Jake, you want to start us off? Sure. Um, week two against the Broncos in Denver. Obviously, the Broncos have a really good defense uh, with Chubb and Miller up there as their linebackers. Uh, it's obviously not what it was when they went to the Super Bowl, but this is still a really good unit. And now with Fangio there, you know, pressing all the buttons, we know how he makes a defense hum. We saw it firsthand last year. So I, I think that's something that, is going to be something to watch. And also, I don't think we should underestimate Joe Flacco coming in. I don't think we should underestimate what that does for that offense. Joe Flacco, okay, you know, elite, not elite, whatever. He's still a veteran quarterback Mm -hmm. who's been a Pro Bowl quarterback who's won a Super Bowl. And, you know, when you have guys like Emmanuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton, two really talented guys, um, that really does something for your offense. That's going to make that offense click. And then you obviously have Philip Lindsay, who was a heralded undrafted free agent. And he just came out of nowhere last year. And then Royce Freeman, who was a draft pick. He was a third or fourth round draft pick uh, a couple of years ago. And he's still there. So they have a nice little duo there. I actually have this as a loss for the bears. Um, wow. I just think that the Broncos historically 
are great in the first four weeks of the season, especially at home. I think they're going to be energized on offense by this new pairing with having an actual quarterback. I mean, when was the last time they had a reliable quarterback back there? I mean, since Peyton Manning, maybe. So, then when I, he was, I mean, he had right. two seasons, and three they, seasons. Right, and they had to rely on Brock Osweiler for high, half the season in Peyton's last year. So I do have this marked as a loss for the Bears, albeit a tight one. I think it'll be something like 27-21. I think these defenses will come out. I think it'll be a low-scoring, lower-scoring affair. And it's going to be tough, but I do have it as a loss for the Bears at Denver Week 2. Um, I actually am going to have to agree with you. I, I've been thinking the same thing. Um, you know, th- people forget about how good this Denver defense is, um, especially with, with, you know, Vic Fangio coming in now. It's going to be, you know, they're going to be an elite defense. Um, and, and like you said, you know, getting a veteran guy like Joe Flacco, I mean, he has what it takes to win. He knows how to win. Um, and, you know, they, they have two talented running backs as well with Philip Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. And then, like Jake mentioned, um, Cortland Sutton and Eman Sanders over there. They have Deshaun Hamilton as well. Um, so, you know, the, they, they do have a lot of talent all across the board. Um, and, you know, the game being in Denver, in Denver is going to it's going to be a little bit tricky. Um, but, yeah, I, I actually have this as a loss. I, I have it somewhere around 21, 17. Um, so, yeah, I, I'll, I, I think the Bears lose this game. Wow, I completely disagree. You said that teams historically lose in Denver in the first four weeks. Well, look, this is a historic Bears team this year. It's not going to happen. Uh, their mm. defense was 12th in scoring last year. And, you know, they had Bryce Callahan and Vic Fangio, but I, I don't see that defense moving up any further than top 10, really. I, I really don't. And I, I, I really just don't see it from Joe Flacco. I, I really don't. I mean, this is a guy who barely even played last year. I mean, he really has showed nothing in the past two years. I mean, he can hand the football off real well, but what can he do from the passing department? I mean, really nothing. And I don't think he's just going to come in here and light the Bears up for 350 yards. I quite frankly think he's going to throw in a pick six. I have the Bears getting a defensive touchdown in this game. And I got him winning 27 to 10. I mean, I, I just, I don't think, I mean, the Bears are far, leaps and bonds. Far, I don't, what's the phrase? Leaps and, it's leaps and Brown. something. Yeah, leaps and bounds. There you go. I was close. Leaps and bounds better than the Broncos, mm. talent-wise. I don't give a crap that it's in Denver early in the season. This team is way too good to lose this team. It's It'd be inexcusable if they do, I think. And, you know, I know Vic Fangio's there, but I think they actually win this one by a large margin. I think it's 27-10. to 10. I think the Bears get a defensive touchdown as well. So, um, Kevin, I have a question for you. Who do you yeah. think is a better, a better team, uh, the Packers or the Broncos? Just out of curiosity, the Packers are a better team. I had the I actually had the Broncos going five and eleven on the year. I don't think they're a good team at all. The only reason I have the Packers being better than the Broncos is because Aaron Rodgers is better than Joe Flacco by a wide margin, um, and that alone will win them football games. So I would have the Packers being better than the Broncos, but you know I, I think the Broncos are gonna get last in their division. I really do. Uh, Jake, same question for you. I still think the Packers are better than the Broncos. Um, I just think there's just something. It's a trap game, and it's just something that, you know, the Vic Fangio revenge game, he wants to prove that he can be a head coach and win against former teams. Um, You know, and and the thing that I will say that, and I I don't feel good about saying that the Bears are going to lose, obviously. If they win, I'll be ecstatic. But I just think that Denver, if you look at it, they are historically good in the first few weeks of the offense of the season, excuse me, especially at home. They have a good defense working for them. 
Um, and I think Fangio knows how to get Mitch Trubisky panicked and uh, rattled. So uh, I will say this. I think there's a, a good chance that the Bears having the long week after Thursday yeah. Night Football and having the extended time to prepare. I think that works in their favor. But I just think this is a slip-up game. So um, I have it listed as a win. But I, I do want to mention with Vic Fangio knowing our team so well, um, knowing I mean, he's played played against them in practices for an entire season. He's played against Mitch Trubisky for two seasons now. Um, he's seen he's seen all of his ticks and everything that makes him work. But I still can I still consider this a win just because um, the Bears' talent talent wise roster to roster uh, way better than the Broncos. So I just I just have it as a win. But I could see them. I, I could see it being a trap game. Um, I do love the storylines. I didn't bring this up in Week One, but. Almost every one of our games uh, this season, whether it be because it's a division game or if it's a uh, um, previous player, um, almost every one of our games this season has some kind of cool storyline. So I'm excited about that. But uh, the storyline this in week two is Vic Fangio. Week one is Adrian Amos. Uh, so I think that Vic Fangio th- dynamic is definitely interesting, but I'm still going to w- list it as a win. Um but yeah. I think we're good to move on or you have, you have something to add. I mean, I just, I, I don't, I don't see Joe Flacco doing anything against this defense. And yeah. I, I, look, their, their running game is solid. You mentioned Royce Newman and, and, uh, uh, Lindsay, Philip Lindsay, but that enough isn't going to be, you know, enough against this Bears defense. Again, we're, you know, you got to remember how good, I mean, this is going to be the number one defense in football. I don't think without a question, they're going to get yeah. the takeaways if Joe Flacco fl- throws the ball. And we know they were the best rush defense uh, in the NFL last year. So let's say they do shut down Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. Then you force Joe Flacco to throw the ball. And again, he's not going to light him up through even more than 250 yards. So for that reason, I got him winning. Yeah. Um, they also picked out Theo Riddick over the offseason. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't they? know if that. I don't yeah, know if he's, that he's, he's 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 out six to eight weeks, I believe, though. So. Oh, okay, okay. Well, then, never mind. Cool. Um, I think we're good to work. Uh, move on to week three. So we got mm-hmm. two wins and then two losses. Um, yeah. I'm sitting at two and zero. Oh. Where where are you guys at? One, one and one over two at Kristen. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right, let's move on. So we got Bears Reds at Redskins. So let's uh, break that down. Kevin, you want to start us off? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say about this one. I think it's going to be a blowout. I think this is really where the Bears make the name for themselves. The Redskins aren't just really aren't a good football team at all. Uh, you know, they've been mediocre for the past 10 years, even more than that. But this is the year where they finally take a step down. Uh, you know, they have this transition between, you know, Case Keenum and then when is it going to be Dwayne Haskins, their first round draft pick. It quite frankly might be after this game because I think the Bears are going to win 45 to 6. Um, this defense, you could you could argue, is solid. But but nowhere, nowhere near good enough to beat this offense. I think again, uh, Mitch Trubisky is going to have a five touchdown game in Week Three here, and this is where people start to realize, you know, again, right now the Bears are kind of getting hated on before Week One, and even if they win Weeks One and Two, this is right here Week Three where people are talking about the Bears being that legit Super Bowl contender. I really think this is the week where they blow them out. I don't care that it's away. Uh, the Bears have been a pretty good team on prime time uh, these th- last year at least. Um, and I, I think this is the game where they prove themselves and it's a big 45 to six dub, uh, in Washington. Um, I am going to have to agree. I do think it is a win. Um, you know, the Redskins just bottom line, Kevin pointed it out. I mean, they're just not a good team. 
Um, and you can kind of argue that they're in rebuild mode right now. And, you know, um, you know, the Monday night game on the road doesn't really bother me. I mean, the bear, if, if all goes to what I'm saying, um, if they do lose against Denver, I don't think they, they come out and lose to Washington. Um, and, you know, the, the Bears are just a, a better football team. Uh, you know, we still don't know the whole quarterback situation with, with the Redskins. Does Dwayne Haskins take over? Does he not? Um, it is only, it is going to be only week three, so I doubt a QB change happens that early. But, um, you know, we'll see. I, I, I just think the Bears are a much better football team. Um, and, you know, like Kevin said, I, I think this is where they, they start, you know, you know, taking over and, and showing that they're a true Super Bowl contender. I'm absolutely on board with that. I think this game is much like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game last year. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, I think that especially since I had the Bears losing in week two to the Broncos, I think they take that, they internalize it and they put make that a chip on their shoulder. Um, and I think they just, as mentioned before, the Redskins are a anywhere from terrible to mediocre team. I realize that's a large gap, but I still think uh, Case Keenum will be the quarterback at this point, and that man is a statue. He puts actually statues to shame by how still he stands. Um, I mean, the Bears are going to hassle him all night. The Redskins are on the precipice of a rebuild. They're trying desperately to hold it together, but they're failing. I think the Bears come back, take that loss from the Broncos, and just use that as motivation, just absolutely punch the Redskins in the mouth. I got it like... uh, 42 14 wow okay all right so uh, it's consensus win i'm gonna say it's a win as well for all the reasons you guys gave i actually wrote down that this might be one of the worst (laughs) worst rosters in the nfl right now Mm -hmm. except for the the dolphins um i mean even just not even just the rosters the management for a long time has just been really bad i i I think this is jay gruden's last season um, with the Redskins. So there's just a lot of things going against them as a franchise. And so I, yeah. I can't believe this is a Sunday night football game. That's preposterous. Monday, 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 <clears throat> Monday. Is it? Oh, yep. That's okay. me. I can't they, they, Monday, which is worse. The greatest. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, the only people that are going to be watching that game are diehard NFL game, uh, NFL uh, yeah. fans, <laughs> and then diehard bears fans and die, diehard Redskins fans. <laughs> Because uh, there's not much storyline behind that. Fantasy uh, football fans, too. There you go. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I think we can move on. Yep. We good? Yep. Win all the way across? Yep. Cool. yep. All right. So, week four, we got the Vikings at home. I mean, we're at home. So, Bears are at home. So, Vikings at Bears is what I'm saying. So, uh, Chris, start us off. Yeah. Um, you know, we pretty much manhandled Minnesota last year. Um, they had no answers uh, to our defense at all. Um, and, you know, this is another case where, um, you know, it, it's a it's a huge division game early in the season, um, you know, just like the Packers game. Um, and, you know, this is where we got to take care of business. Um, you know, these games are obviously a little bit more meaningful. Um, and, you know, I do think this is a win for the Bears. Um, I think they beat Minnesota at home. Um I think Kirk Cousins still will have no answer to the Chicago Bears defense. And, um, you know, I, you know, assuming our offense improves how we think it should, I think we'll take care of business, business at home. Um, I'm going to go 24-17 Bears in this one. Cool. Kevin, where are you at? 
Yeah, so I, I've i got them 17-14. I got it being a close game, but nonetheless, the Bears should be going 4-0 here and winning this game as well. You look at the Vikings and you look at what they, or their offseason, you know, their outlook for 2019, you ask yourself, what did they really do to make their team better? Sure, Dalvin Cook coming back from injuries, but I don't really see how 2019 is going to be much different for 2018, and a majority of it comes from the quarterback position. You look at Kirk Cousins and you see that 5-22 and record against winning teams, and you ask yourself, if he can really come into Chicago against a very good Bears team and win a football game. He didn't do it last year. He choked it out with that pick six to Eddie Jackson. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Uh, I, I will say I think this is the game where Eddie Pinheiro kicks that uh, that game-winning field goal. That's why I got it 17-14. I think it happens at some point. Josh has it happening week one. I got it happening here in week four. Uh, but the Bears really should win this game at home against the Vikings. Uh, again, make a statement in the division like you did last year. But, you know, I will say I'll give it to them. Their, their roster is talented. Uh, their defense still is talented, not the same as it was two years ago. And their offense gets a little bit better with Dalvin Cook, which is why I have it being a competitive game. But it, it, it's not enough. To, to beat this Bears team at home. I, I will also make this disclaimer. I have the Bears going 7-1 and one at home, and I, I think, again, the home field advantage throughout the year is going to play a, a huge factor, especially in this game. What's uh, the Vikings' safety's name? Harrison Smith, right? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's, um, he's regressing. Yeah, not, not just regressing. That's not even where I was going to go with it because uh, I still think he's super talented. I just want this to be a Trubisky in-your-face game where mm-hmm. he just – throws at him every every play and scores a touchdown every time so there's going to be like 100 <laughs> points on this game um for the bears no I'm, I'm just kidding but um no yeah i see it as a win for all the reasons you guys said i'm going to stick with the host role and we're just going to keep going so week five right, cool 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 oh cool. ouch <laughs> that's the hard part about four hosts man Four hosts. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. I'm so sorry. Jake, this was Jake this has so personal. much to say. This is a person. Actually, <laughs> I do have a, a fair bit to say here. Go Listen, for it. the Bears the Bears embarrassed the Vikings last year on national hey. television. They just knocked them around. Really some non competitive games from the Vikings against the Bears. And you know what? I think the Vikings are gonna take that. You know, they're going to talk about it coming into this game. They're going to be like, they're going to be mad. They're ready. They're going to want, want to come in and make a statement, especially at Soldier Field. And I think they come in and fall on their face. I think there's no chance that they do any of that. There is no chance that they make this even. I, I, I'll say it'll be kind of close by standards of compared to the last two games that they played against the Bears. Um, yeah, I, I think Mitch wants to get back at Harrison Smith. I think the defense knows that they can scare this offense, that they can scare Kirk Cousins. Kevin, that number you threw out five and 22 against winning teams. That can't be right. No one would pay Kirk Cousins that amount of money to be five and 22 against winning teams, right? Well, they did. And I just think this is a, this continues. The bears continue to just knock around the Vikings. I have it as a win. I have it as 17 to six. I think something similar happened last season when the Bears Vikings game got boosted to Sunday night, uh-huh. and yeah. the Vikings they they even said they're like the only yeah. reason we got boosted to Sunday night was because we're the better team and they're watching us and Kirk Cousins I think that came from Kirk Cousins' yep, mouth, it did. Uh, <laughs> and then we ended up like, uh, destroying them. And I think that was the pick six night. I, yep. I, I don't I don't remember, yep. but yeah. So. All the reasons Jake said. Jake, I'm glad I took some time to hear your opinion on that. So. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad you did too. <laughs> it's deserved. Um, all right. So are we cool to move on now? 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. I, right. I have no problems now. All right. Week week five against the Raiders in England. Yes, that was my best England accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin starts off. Or Jake. Jake, you start yeah, off. Go, Jake. Jake this. deserves I it. Starts. Jake okay. deserves um, it. I think that this is a win, too. I do think it's close. The Bears have never played in this England environment. Uh, I think that this is going to take some getting used to. I have a feeling after knocking around the Vikings in the way that we expect them to, they're going to make it like a fun trip, maybe something themed. Uh, But, you know, jet lag and all that's a very real thing. And obviously the Raiders will have to deal with it, too, arguably even more so than the Bears uh, coming from, obviously, the Raiders coming all the way from California, from Oakland. Um, I do think the Bears win this one still, though. I think it's 21-17. I think maybe we get a little bit of nail-biting at the end, but I think at the eventually and at the end of the day, the Bears still come out with the win and go into the bye 4-1. Go ahead, Chris. Um, I'm actually going to have to agree with this. Um, you know, to me, this is pretty similar to the Washington game. Um, yeah, it's it's in England, but, uh, I mean, I feel like we're we're just – we're just going to overpower them. I think we're just the better team. Um, and the Oakland Raiders, you know, even with the addition of, you know, Tyrell Williams and Antonio Brown, um, I, I just don't think they're that good of a football team, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think, um, you know, Mitch is going to, you know, pick them apart. Um, and I have a Bears win. I'm going to go 27-14 Bears. Yeah, I got him going 35-10 in London. The interesting thing about this game is most London games are at 9 a.m., which would be a problem for Josh. But luckily, I mean, this is still a problem for you. I think it's at 12, which is a night game in London, but at 12 o'clock central time, which is different. But again, this Raiders football team is just just not good, like Chris mentioned. Sure, they have a few superstar weapons, uh, whether that's Antonio Brown or, or whether people think uh, Josh Jacobs, Cleveland Farrell, or Jonathan Abram, their early draft picks are going to be uh, big hits. We don't really know, but nonetheless, you know, the thing that you look at this whole season is how many teams are really going to score more than 21 points on this Bears defense, and I really don't see many of them doing that, and especially the Raiders. I don't seem to see them doing that as well, so I think they score 10 points, and again, like uh, Chris mentioned, I think Mitch picks apart the defense and uh, makes another statement in his MVP season. I'll throw that out there too. So I got the 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 Bears winning this thirty five to ten. Uh, four touchdown passes from Mitch, one rushing touchdown for our guy David Montgomery. Big win in London. So it says it, it's going to be a Raiders at home. So it's it, they're the home team supposed supposedly, but I can say. Out here in Hawaii, when that that uh, Rams Cowboys game came out here, Rams were supposed to be at home, and I could tell you that there are way more Cowboys fans here than there were Rams. So all that to say, just because it's at home, Rams, um, that means nothing. I, I mean, at home Raiders, that means nothing. Um, yeah, absolutely it's, nothing. It's gonna be who has the coolest jerseys, actually. So <laughs> yeah. if you guys, if you guys want to go ahead and make that vote now, um, go for it. But. All I'm saying is that I don't. The crowd isn't going to have much of an effect on this game, and so when it comes to rosters, again, Bears just outweigh by a long shot the the Raiders. Uh, if you can, you could probably no. Gruden is just is just um, dumb. So that's all I got to <laughs> say about that. <laughs> no, he's just made a lot of just questionable. Yeah. 
decisions. Even even uh, if I remember right, I I don't want to say too much because it just comes off as guessing and BSing. But um, just questionable decisions throughout games last last season. Uh, I think he just wants to be an innovator, and a lot of it just comes off as why are you doing that? Just I mean, even the Raiders they yeah. have they have four quarterbacks on their roster right now, and you're just like. And it, I was watching some of their fans, and a lot of their fans are even questioning, like, "What? What about this receiver? Like, he was really, really good, but you, you picked up Deshaun Kaiser, who's <laughs> clearly not been a, a good. He's been dropped from two two NFL franchises right now, and as as a backup, like, you're, if, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so that's I, I I have it as a win. Um, so that's where I stand with the Raiders and Gruden. Uh, so if I have if we have any secondary Raiders fans listening, I apologize, but that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, did everybody get a chance to speak that time? Thanks. So. <laughs> um, week six, who wins? No, I'm just kidding. It's a bye week. So finally, um, let's go ahead and state where we're all at. So Josh, that's me. I'm at five and zero. Oh. I'm five and zero. Oh. So go ahead. Yeah, I got them at 5-0 and as well. I think they're, at this point, the hottest team in football going into the bye week. People are placing their bets in Vegas for the Super Bowl. Uh, if they already haven't, people are getting excited 5-0. and I got 4-1. and I have that, obviously, lost to the Broncos in week two, but then a three-game win streak to close out to get to the bye. Yep, um, I'm with Jake on this one. Four and one with a loss to the Denver Broncos. And yep. Cool. Also, in this bye week discussion, I'll also bring up that at this point, we I don't know if, if our fans listen to uh, the other podcasts, Bears podcasts throughout the league, but we are doing a joint Bears podcast fantasy football league. And yeah. per usual, we have a bunch of slackers on our team. <laughs> and um we actually forgot about our draft so we uh we auto drafted sorry guys um, in my defense i told you guys you'd have to babysit me and remind me yeah yeah, yeah. sorry yeah we can't blame jake because he did he did do a little a little pre-warning that he would forget but the rest of us we have no excuse actually yep. chris chris is never on slack so he has an excuse. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is not true. Why are you just airing me out like that, man? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Kevin and I, I guess we're the most accountable in this in this area. Um, I, I just completely forgot. I'll just say it straight. I just I had no clues even on that date. I had no idea. But at this point in the bye week, we will be six and zero. Oh, so uh, just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but we can continue week seven yeah let's do it uh so week seven you know we got the saints and here's the interesting thing when you look at the bears schedule right and here's i want to bring this up as well because a lot of the bears doubters out there are taking one thing into account and that is their strength of schedule right they've got i think the fourth or fifth hardest schedule in football but that's the interesting thing that's where it gets interesting a lot of the hard teams that they play are at home right you talk about the saints and the chargers and the cowboys and the chiefs all those games are at home and this saints game in week seven is at home and which is why i have it as a win you know there are people out there who think the saints are a better team than the bears i I actually think the bears have a better roster and will end up with a better record and in this game at home i had them winning 31 to 21 i think the bye week uh helps out here you know 
you have a lot of time to prepare against the dynamic Sean Payton offense. Uh, you know what to expect. And you remember that game two years ago uh, when the Bears should have beaten the Saints when Zach Miller uh, in, in in the Superdome, when Zach Miller went down with that horrific injury. But if, he, yeah. if the officials really made the right call, uh, which it should have been a touchdown, the Bears would have won that game. I think now, two years later, the Bears avenge uh you know that terrible zach miller call i think zach miller is in the house for this game and you know everyone's hyped for it and the bears just come out here and win 31 to 21 i think they can really handle this team i think that saints take a step down this year um their defense and then their offense i think just drew b's with age uh i think this is finally the year where he kind of he really hasn't taken a step down yet i think this is the year the bears get a win at home 31 21 bold chris where you at um yeah, you know, I am actually going to have to agree. Um, I think this, this is a win for the Bears as well. Um, you know, Drew Brees is on. I, I do believe he's on the um, just because you know, he's just getting up there in age and eventually it's going to fall apart. Um, you know, going to eventually have to come. And, um, and you know, they, they do have some unreal weapons in Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. But, you know, I just think the Bears are a better football team. I think, um, you know, they're, they're the best team in the NFC. Um, I truly do believe that. And, you know, I'm going to mark this up as a win. I'm going to go 24-17 Bears. And Jake. I actually have this as a win as well. Um, I think the bye definitely helps to get ready. I think this game gets flexed to Sunday night football. And I think that... The Bears really take this opportunity. I think it becomes the Rams game from last year. We're not really sure what's going to happen. You know, the Saints, they're playoff contenders. They're Super Bowl contenders. This is Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Um, And I'm sure the Saints will do some nice gesture to Zach Miller uh, before the game. And, you know, they'll try to get the Bears to feel good about it, feel warm and fuzzy. And the Bears will just terrorize them the entire night. Um, I do have the Bears winning this one. I think this is actually an offensive game. I think the Bears win this one 35 to 27. Okay. So uh, this is my first loss. Um, I Bears just don't do well after hibernation. I mean, a bye week. That's what I meant. Uh, we just we come in groggy. That's just uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's historically true. Um, again, made me sound like I'm guessing, and I am. But uh, yeah, the bye week and the Bears just don't do well. The other thing I have going against us is I don't think Drew Brees is going to regress at all. I think he's still still an elite quarterback, and I he, Michael Thomas is going to be a headache. Uh, Alvin Kamara is going to be a headache. Latavius Murray um, with with Kamara is going to be a headache. I I just think they have too too many things. I don't know. It's just a scary environment. Um, I'm not environment. I'm probably going to edit this out. My brain is dead. <laughs> but uh, I do think it's a loss just because Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. And I, those are my three. Yeah, I mean, us. just to go off that, right, you talk about Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. But let's, I mean, Kyle Fuller is an opera cornerback, right? He locks down Michael Thomas. And then who else is Drew Brees really throwing the ball to? I know he's a you know a good quarterback that can spread the ball around, but they don't have too many other weapons 
outside of uh, Michael Thomas in the passing game. I know Alvin Kamara has the ability to to catch the ball, but you, you mentioned Latavius Murray too. I mean, it was more of a threat last year with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, but they lost Mark Ingram, and Latavius Murray is a you know a downgrade from that. So I, I just think that this team has a lot of reasons to regress. Their defense should stay about the same, but uh, at home, you know, I, I believe it's America's Game of the Week set up for three twenty-five on Fox. That's usually America's Game of the Week. Um, you know, the fans are going to be ready again at home. They proved it last year. You know, with Matt Nagy there, the Bears are a really good football team at home. Unlike John Fox era, they don't come out flat, which was a huge issue. They come out ready to play. Uh, you know, I don't know if their offensive line is ready to handle Khalil Mack and what they're going to bring to the table. And I think they're just they're just going to get after Drew Brees and, 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 you know, make him hurt a little bit. And that's why I got him winning 31-21. Gotcha. Cool. Let's move on to week seven. I'm sorry, week eight, week eight. Yeah, eight. Chargers at Bears. Jake, you want to start us off? Sure. Uh, I think this is close. I think that this is a game that we sweat all the way up until the end. But I think in the end, I think the Chargers aren't ready for October in Chicago. I think that the Bears handle Phillip Rivers relatively well. I think the Chargers are still missing Melvin Gordon at this point, too. Um, I think he holds out well into the season, if not the entire season. Um, so that takes away from their offense a little bit. And we know what the Bears DBs can do, uh, no matter what kind of quarterback they are. I have the Bears winning this one 24 to 21. Chris? Yeah, um, I actually have this as a win as well. Um, I, you know, for pretty much the same reasons as Jake, I don't think they're going to be able to handle Chicago weather in October. Um, you know, and, and without Melvin Gordon, I just don't feel like they're the same football team. I know people talk about Austin Eckler and how he's a good running back, which I, I completely agree with. I just don't think I, I just think Melvin Gordon, it, it just takes them to another level. Um, and honestly, without him, I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders or even close to that. Um, so I'm going to chalk it up as a Bears win. Um, and I'm, I am expecting the Chargers to regress a little bit. Um, and I even um, will go as far as saying I think they missed the playoffs this year. Wow. Um, yeah. And I am going to go um, – I'm going to go 2017 Bears. I do think it will be a close game because I think they do still have some talent, but I just see a regression stage for them. Yeah, I've been back and forth on this game, you know, while I was doing this prep for for months now looking at the schedule. I've really been back and forth. I'm going to I'm going to mark it down as a loss simply because this, you know, I haven't gone 7 and 0 or I believe yeah, 6 or 7 and 0, 1 2 3 4 5 6 and 0 before this game. All right, so I got to go 6 and 0 before this game. And then I don't know. I, I think at this point, Jake said Belvin Gord won't be back. I think he will be back uh, at this point. And obviously, you know, that's the hard thing about this game is we know how much of an impact that singular player will have on this game. So we really can't make a full prediction until we see what his status is going up to week seven here uh, or week eight. But I, I just think that them being an AFC team, we don't really know exactly what they bring to the table here. They haven't been to Chicago in a while. We haven't really faced the Chargers in a while. Um, and I, I think I, they haven't going seven, the Bears going seven and one at home. And I think this is their one home loss just because we're unfamiliar with them. What do they bring to the table? And, uh, you know, I had, I can't have them going 16 to know that would be too biased so i think this is where they take one of their few losses of the year here against the chargers cool yeah that melvin gordon issue is going to be play a huge factor in whether or not they win or lose uh, i have him not playing for the chargers um in my assumption so i'm going to say that the 
Bears win this game. And that's my assumption. I'm just going with the win. Um, it, it, it all comes down for me, roster against roster. And not that the Chargers are a bad roster. It's just the Bears are just so good. Yeah. The Chargers, even even without Melvin Gordon, I mean, Keenan Allen, Mike Mike Williams, um, Hunter Henry, Philip Philip Rivers, and then on defense, the Joey Bosa and um, Derwin James. Is uh, he, will you think he'll be back? No, he will or? not be back by that time, they're saying. What was it? What was it? An ACL with his? I don't know if it was an ACL, but they were saying late end of the season for the playoff push. So week eight seems too early for a return. Gotcha. And what's the? Um, this sounds like a noob question, but what's the return week for that? For uh, injured reserve? For IR? I'm not exactly sure to be honest. You guys know? Uh, I believe good? it's. I, I believe it's week nine. Yeah, uh, I think okay, yeah. So he, he couldn't come back anyways unless he was on the putt. But he's he's officially injured reserve, I'm pretty sure. So Yeah. Um Yeah, I, I have it as a as a win just because they're gonna be missing I mean, Derwin James and I mean just the roster thing. I yeah, that's so that's my guess. Uh Bears at Philadelphia Eagles. So week week nine. So where what do you guys think? Um I you know, I've been flipping back and forth between this one. I am going to have to give the Bears a loss in this one. Oh, um, I know. I know. I, I wanted to, to do it so bad. But um, I, you know, I've just been thinking about it. They're, the Eagles are, in my opinion, the second best team in the NFC. Um, I I just think they're they're very complete from, from top to bottom. Um, and, you know, you look at any position group and I feel like they, they have, you know, a lot of depth there. So. Um, they really constructed their their um, their roster well, and you know you got to give them props for that. Um, you know Carson Wentz is going to be back as long as he's healthy. I think they they'll take care of business in this game. Um, you know they they like I said they're they're just a little bit too complete, and you know going to Philly is and picking up a win is going to be is going to be very difficult. Um, so I'm going to go Eagles here. I'm going to go 27-17 Eagles. Oof. Jake, go ahead. Guys, do you hear that? Do you hear it off in the distance? What is it? It's the it's sound of the Bears coming for revenge. Yeah. I do have the Bears winning this game. I think that they take this game by at least 10 points. I have them winning 17-7. to 7. Um, Listen, I know we all know what happened, obviously, in the playoff games. And I get Chris's reasoning. That's a totally valid point. Uh, I think the Eagles are a really good team. Carson Wentz being back for them is huge. It's enormous. But, you know, their running back room, who knows what's going on with that. Their defense is healthier, but I still don't see it being matched up for what we expect Trubisky in this offense to be. And, you know, I think that the offense knows they don't want to put it in the hands of the kicker again. They want to make this a secure win. They want to end this. And they want that clock to strike zero, and they don't even have to sweat a thing. Seventeen to seven is what I'm saying, and that puts me at seven and one for the Bears at this point. Yeah, I mean, this I I totally agree with you, Jake. This is purely our this game. I think will be decided because of the Bears' vengeance to get this victory. Obviously, just because of how 
that game ended. I think if the Bears had just lost to the Eagles, you know, by a touchdown in the playoffs, yada, 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 and that, that was kind of it, it wouldn't be too big of a deal. But because we know how it ended, how close the Bears were, they're ready to come out here and just give it to them. I don't care that it's on the road. I, I don't care at all. They're going to win 21 to 3. I mean, you actually look at the roster and you do have a few questions. Their linebacker group is actually really mediocre, uh, not very good at all. Their secondary still has a lot of questions as well. It was a huge pressing issue last year. I think the Bears exploit uh, those two position groups especially with David Montgomery. Uh, it's not just going to be Jordan Howard runs up the middle all day. It's going to be dynamic. And again, the Bears are just, they're just looking for revenge. There's no other way to put it. I mean, what Jake said is is really just the way you got to put it. They're right. They're going to come out here. And I think they're just going to smack them around. And rightfully so. I've heard two men, too much from Eagles fans. I, I, I At this point, I just tell them, wait till week nine, because I think they're just going to smack them around 21-3. I, I agree with Chris, in the sense that the Eagles roster is really, really good. Um, I, I think they lack in their corner department, but um, other than that, not not many holes at all. So th- to say, I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout at all. But I agree that uh, the oh, Bears are okay. going are going to win. Um, so oh, it will be. You got them winning. Yes, I have them winning. But okay, I am good. saying oh, it is going to be a tough tough game it'll be till the end um and i think yes it is a bears revenge game but it's also a jordan howard revenge game (laughs) and Uh, so um i don't think he's gonna have the the rb1 um i don't think he's gonna hold that position the entire season um i think he's listed as rb1 on the roster uh but i i think uh what's his face what's his name the yeah Miles miles sanders just yeah he just I think he's just too diverse to not be considered the running back one um, compared to Jordan Howard. Just what he does is, I mean, what he does is amazing and he does it really, really well, but his limitations are just too much to hold that running back one on a uh, Eagles team. That's just so diverse. Just Um, one quick thing, just before I move on here, everyone, like there are people out there saying the Eagles are the second best team in football, if not the best team in football. I don't, I think what you have to look at, it's okay. You can call him Chris. (laughs) <laughs> his name is chris 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 i'm calling y'all chris i don't know man uh but i, I just want to bring up carson Wentz, right everyone just thinks he's gonna come back and put together an mvp season like the dude had an acl tear and he had back injuries and we know how back injuries worked for whether it was tony romo or various you know that's not an easy injury to come back from i don't understand how people think carson Wentz is going to come out here and light every team up for 300 yards and four touchdowns. I really just don't see that happening. And and obviously that's why everyone has them being so good, but it's not easy for any guy, whether it's a quarterback, whether it's any position in any sport to come back from an injury. In fact, multiple injuries, uh, you know, in, in back-to-back years and, and just return to that MVP form. I, I just don't see it uh, personally. That's just me. He may come out and light it up, but I just don't see that happening. Well, I, I think the argument Chris and I have is that you don't, you don't have to have him be MVP for him. Like that, that team is just so overall all around really, really good. I mean, obviously Nick, Nick Foles isn't an actual, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to be as bold as to say that, but I'm not saying I, um, you Carson Wentz could play up to Nick Foles's level and still end up winning a Super Bowl. Um, and I think that's the point Chris and I are making. Whereas that, that team is just, you don't need an MVP player to to be one of the best teams in the NFC. Yeah, yeah, 
Um, but are we good for uh, week? What are we on week ten, or is nine. that week nine? Week We're nine. Going to week ten now. Are we good for week nine? Everybody yep. settled. Yep. So I, I have it listed as a win. I'm just saying it's going to be hard. Um, but week ten um, against the Lions, it's going to be. Yep at chicago so i'm not really worried but <laughs> jake go ahead uh yeah when nothing really to say the lions are not a good team also on the precipice of a rebuild i mean the i, I mean i have the bears winning like 24 to 10 27 10 i'll say go ahead chris um yeah i am gonna go with a win as well um i just think the bears are too dominant um for the uh detroit lions um i just don't think they're good enough um then they're not coming into chicago and beating the bears i i it's just not realistic in my mind um so i'm gonna go 21 10 um bears yeah we saw the bears knock them around a little bit last year i mean not a little bit a lot of it to the tune of 34 to 22 and eddie pinheiro missed what i think four extra points and or not eddie, sorry god dang it cody parkey missed mm-hmm. I, would, I don't know how yeah, yeah not geez. like that oh man sorry eddie uh <laughs> uh i don't know how he missed a whole bunch i think was that the game where he had four extra points off the the post the, i think right. it was that may have been the one yeah that yeah. was oh, yeah. atrocious but uh i mean come on like to re- yeah to really say the lions are come in here and win the, a game against the bears yeah come on just get out get out of here with that i got a winning 42 to 10 we saw how Trubisky uh, lit him up last year it's gonna be the same thing as a throw for four touchdowns continuing that mvp season i'll keep reiterating that and yeah mm-hmm. it should be an e- e- easy win here but guys they have they have cj anderson now come on oh no <laughs> no <laughs> Trey uh, flowers I don't want to take away from CJ Anderson. He's a good back. Uh, he, he, he serves his purpose, but it's not enough to win against the Bears, especially at home. So another win for me as well. Uh, did we get everybody? Yes, we did. So week, where are we at now? Week 11? 11. At, at LA. At LA. And Nope, never mind. I was going to say in their new stadium. That's dumb, but it's not true. Uh, so in, in L.A., though. So, uh, Kevin, you'll start us off. Yeah, I'll start us off. I got bad news. This is where I have the Bears taking their second loss of the season. I know they kind of knocked around the Rams last year on Sunday Night Football, but that was granted at home. And I'm not saying the Rams in L.A., is really much of a home field advantage because I, you know, there's quite a possibility the Bears will have more fans than them at their home field. Uh, but you know, I just think this Rams football team still has a lot of talent. They're not really going to take a step down, and I, I think this might just be a game uh, where Trubisky falters uh, or where the Rams do just enough. I don't think they're going to blow them out. I think it's a close game. I think the final is 17 to 13, but I, I just think that the Rams. You know, they are a good football team at home. Uh, and again, you know, Todd Gurley should be fully healthy for them. They really have no reason not to be the same team uh, this year. And while, again, everyone's going to hate on me because of how they knocked them around. Granted, that was at home. Bears kind of had a lot of momentum. Uh, again, I got to have them losing at some points. And I think this is just where they take their second loss uh, of the year here against L.A. Uh, Chris, go ahead. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Kevin here. I do think this is a loss as well. Um, we were kind of talking about reve- revenge games and whatnot um, earlier, and I do feel like this is going to be a revenge game for the Rams, um, you know, at home against the Bears. 
Uh, I don't have the Rams winning their division this year, but I do think they'll be fighting for a wild card, oh. card spot. Um, so I do believe that um, they are going to pick up some impressive wins. And I think this is going to be um, one of their, their top wins on their resume come season's end. I hate to keep the trend going, but I do also have this as a loss um, for a lot of the reasons that you guys said. And this is on the Rams home turf now. Uh, you know, I think that the Rams maybe see last year's loss to the Bears as a as a kind of turning point in their season where there was a blueprint given to other teams, specifically the Patriots, yeah. obviously, yes. uh, to where their their season kind of got turned around. And so I do have this as a loss. I do have it as a 21 to 17 loss. Um, you know, it's close. And at this point, after this loss, the Bears are still eight and two. Yeah. They're still in a really good spot. They're still likely leading the division at this point and maybe even have the number one seed in the NFC. So I, I think they're in a really good spot. I wouldn't worry about it. Um, I do want to ask one question, though. Who, If not the Rams, who do you have winning the division then? Um, I have Seattle winning it. Oh, my Seattle. Lord. Yep. Wow. Yep. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, th- I didn't think you were going to say San Francisco, but just, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, not, not San Francisco. One more thing <laughs> about this game. Uh, Go for it, Jeff. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, yes, yeah, Seattle, that, that is interesting. But one more thing about this game that, is, you know, if you, if, if you are predicting the bears are going to win, which, you know, I, I will knock you for that. It's very possible because they, you know, when, when the Super Bowl happened, everyone would said, okay, the Bears set the standard, and they have the blueprint, like Jake mentioned, on how to beat the Rams. So it's very possible that the Bears come come out uh, here in, what is, I think this is week 11. I keep forgetting which exact week it is. But I think they come out here against the Rams. It is possible that that same blueprint, you know, is, again, is the same in 2019, and they're just able to completely shut them down, starting with the run game. So I think if you, if you do see them completely stop Todd Gurley and force it all to be on Jared Goff, you could be looking at a win. But, um... I, I still have them losing, but I'm just saying it, that is a possibility is that that blueprint could just stay the same. And, you know, the Bears just have them figured out. They have Sean McVay figured out and they could come out of there with a win. But for the sake of, of the prediction here, I've got them at a loss. But I just want to throw that out. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. But I, I think, you know, there's a reason we're all on the same page here as yeah. far as and we're, and we're not yeah. usually on the same page as far as Bears losses and things like that go. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, granted, I think you look ahead to week 12 and against the Giants and you have a great opportunity now. You have this opportunity now to host the Giants at home, get a revenge game again, you know, get a one of your own now. The Giants beat you last year. Granted, no Trubisky, couple guys missing for that one, uh, went to overtime, but I think the Bears have a great opportunity here and I think they smack the Giants around a little bit. I'll say 35 to 17 the Bears win against the New York Football Giants. Um okay. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have to agree with that. I think the Bears win pretty easily in Chicago against the Giants. Um I think um you know the the Giants are pretty much in rebuild mode. Um, I, I don't think there's any denying that. Um, and, you know, they're still trying to figure things out. Um, you know, they drafted Daniel Jones. Um, you know, it, it is week 12, so, you know, he could be playing by then. Who knows? Um, but, you know, I from top to bottom, they're just not a very good football team right now. Um, and, you know, it, it's expected for them not to be good this year. So um, I'm going to have the Bears winning 31-14. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't really think it matters if Daniel Jones or Eli Manning are playing this game because they're essentially the same player. It's actually kind of funny, uh, and especially at Eli Manning's stage of his career. I mean, Daniel Jones or Eli Manning, you know, neither one of them is going to make or break this game. It should be an easy win. I got them Bears winning 45-17. to 17. Uh, You know, the only reason, you know, you, you look at last year and you see that the Giants won the game without knowing anything. You're like, what the hell happened? Well, basically, for those who do not know, I mean, Chase Daniels started that football game. So that's really all you have to know. Uh, Saquon Barkley did some nice things. So I think the Bears will have to put an emphasis on stopping him because when you stop Saquon Barkley, you look at their offense and you look at, okay, Sterling Shepard and uh, Golden Tate will be back at that point and Evan Ingram. That's really not a lot to be afraid of. So once you stop Saquon, the New York Giants aren't a, a, a tough team to beat. And then you, you should be putting up points on one of the worst defenses in football here. I mean, they, they pretty much traded away their whole defense last year. They traded away Olivier Vernon, Damon Snacks, Harrison, Eli Apple, uh, and, and they didn't really get much in return for that. So it should be an easy 45 to 17 win here uh, following that loss against the Rams. All right. Again, same page. I mean, I'm glad we, I'm glad we all have that. Yes. Not losing to the Giants, arguably one of the worst teams in the National Football League. Keeping it moving, going into Detroit against the Lions again. This is a quick turnaround from the Bears. This will be a Thursday Thanksgiving game, the customary 11:30 game that the Lions always get. <sighs> Listen. Oh, no. Nope, oh, I don't like it. that. I don't like that. Nope, I, nope I'm not going to do it. Come I got on. this as a win. The Bears did it once before. They can do okay. it again. Um, the offense will be better. The defense is just as good. The Lions still stink. I got it as a win. I'm going to say 21-7 to 7 Bears win on Thanksgiving Day. Kicking off our Thanksgiving right. Sir. Um, Chris. I am, I am going to go with a win as well. Um, the Bears... I don't have too much to say about this. The Bears are a better football team. They did it last year. Um, you know, hopefully Mitch is ready to go this year. And if he is, um, I have an easy win for the Bears. Um, 22-7. Yeah, I was kind of knocking around the lines a little bit when we were talking about that home matchup. But I, I will say they, they, they did get better roster-wise. You know, they got Trey Flowers and, and you know, Kerryon Johnson should be a little better and yada, yada, yada. You know, they I, I just have to say that they got a little better because I, I was really hating on them, but they kind of deserve it. But, uh, again, you know, the Bears won that game last year with Chase Daniel as the quarterback. Mitch Trubisky is going to come out here and light him up again. Uh, it, it really shouldn't be much of an issue. Uh, again, they won that game with Chase Daniel. And people were worried about that. Not going to happen this year. Let's hope Mitch is not out at that point this year. Uh, and if he's in the game, which he should be, easy victory against this mediocre, uh, below-average Lions team uh, here on Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Um, the Lions just, they're a little better, but the Bears are also, we're expecting to be better in the right. offense aspect. <laughs> Keeping it moving. Exactly, yeah. on another Thursday night game follows that game on Thanksgiving. This time the Cowboys and Buddy. The Cowboys are not going to have fun in this game. I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. December 5th, a Thursday night game Ooh. against the Bears. The Dallas Cowboys are moving from their cozy little the Jerry world in Dallas, coming to Soldier Field in December, and they are not going to have a good time. Um, I will say that I think this is a low-scoring affair, and I think that the Bears win this one 20-10. to 10. Okay, go ahead, Chris. Um, I have to agree with that as well. Um, I 
do not think this is going to be pretty. Um, I just don't see Dak um, coming to Chicago and moving the, the, the ball down the field against this Bears defense. Um, and I am expecting Zeke to be back by, by that game um, by December 5th. But I, I just think the Bears are a better team. It's going to be in Chicago. It'll be cold. Um, I have the Bears winning, I'm going to say, 21-10. I'll one-up you, Jake. Yeah, I think Jake brings up a really good point. I mean, both of you bring up a really good point about the impact of the cold. I mean, it, it really is going to have an effect here. Anytime a dome team goes anywhere to play anywhere cold, they simply aren't ready for it. it I don't care if you're a poor team or you're a top-level team. If you got a dome team coming into a cold uh, area, it's not going to make it easy, that's for sure. Uh, again, no matter the talent level of the team. But obviously, I, I do think the Bears, you know, there's a lot of people putting a lot of stock into the Cowboys, especially now that the reports are Ezekiel Elliott is going to sign that deal. Uh, so it looks like he will be available, especially in this game here in December 5th. So nonetheless, the Bears have a uh, you know better talent-wise. They shouldn't have too much worry about Dak Prescott. I, I think the Bears' defense can handle him just fine. All you got to do, again, is really stop Ezekiel Elliott, but I keep bringing that up. The Bears, you know, about stopping these number one running backs, the Bears had the best rush defense in football last year. So I'm really not looking at anyone other than, you know, maybe Saquon uh, lighting the Bears up for more than 120 yards, you know, putting up all these points. I don't I don't see that happening uh, really for any really any running backs against this stout Bears rush defense. Uh, as we know. So I think once they stop that, you know, Dak Prescott, as we know, can get flustered. And I think he's going to throw, I'll make the prediction, four interceptions in this game. He Ooh. can't handle the cold. He doesn't know what to do with the ball. He's throwing it up in the air. Eddie Jackson, it's taken to the crib. Uh, you know, he doesn't know what to do here. He's not, again, in Jerry's world, he's not in the dome. He can't just sit down on the sideline and be warm. He's got to have a gigantic coat on. He's got to have the hand warmers. Uh, Bears win this one, 28-17, as we get close to the end of the season. Yeah, and I think this is going to be a win where we really see what the effect of home games in the winter can do to a team. I think this is where we really start to see it kind of bleed through and where we see the Bears really start to take place and take form and shape as a playoff team. Yeah. Keep it moving. Next week, 10 days later, Bears have a little bit of a long week this time to go to Lambeau. And honestly, this is going to be a trap game. This is going to be a game that, oh, no. you know, they're going to feel good after beating oh, no. the Cowboys. They're going to have to keep it up. I think the Bears still win this game, though. Ah, I yes. think the Packers are I think the Packers are a little beaten. I think it's close. I think it's real close. I think that the Bears win this 17 to 14. Um, but I think Aaron Rodgers really makes it close, especially at the end of the game. I think it comes down to a short Hail Mary, maybe like a 40-yard Hail Mary, 50-yard <laughs> Hail Mary. But I think that the Bears hold on i think that this is the win that really officially cements them as favorites for the super bowl and they extinguish the packers the demons that are within the bears and i think they beat the packers 17 to 14 um i am gonna have to disagree with that i think i think the packers pull this one out and split with the bears this year um, I look, I do think the Bears are a better football team, but it's just something about Green Bay at Lambeau. Um, you know, they're, they're going to want to win this game, at least, you know, get one against the Bears. Um, and it is it is tough to to, you know, sweep a team like Green Bay when they have someone like Aaron Rodgers. It's, it's just I mean, that, that's just the bottom line to me. Um, and I think the Bears, um, like you guys were saying, you know, they're, they're going to be 
off that high of beating the the Cowboys, and I feel like you know sometimes things just go south after a huge win like that. They 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 don't they aren't focused enough, or just something small could be off, and uh, uh, you know that could throw everything uh, throw everything off. But uh, I'm gonna have to have to give the Packers a win. I'm gonna go 24-14 Packers in this one. Oh, there's nothing more than I hate to hear than than that right there. It's it's just not a good noise flowing through my headphones into my ears right now. I don't like to hear it. Um, I just I quite frankly I don't think the Packers are a good football team. I mentioned it in week one. I don't I don't think Matt Lafleur brings anything scary to the table. I think at this point in week 15 here, I think their season's lost at this point already. I think the Bears are the clear favorite in the division. Packers are are, are pretty much out of the wild card race at this point. And I think their, their demeanor, their morale is going to be down and the Bears are just going to take advantage of that. Uh, granted, it is uh, a home game or a home game for the Packers, so it will be close. Uh, it should. I, I'm going 23-21, but at this point, again, like I mentioned, I don't expect them to be in contention, so they don't really have much to play for. Uh, you know, you know LaFleur and Rodgers aren't getting along. LaFleur is crying. Rodgers is is considering firing LaFleur himself at this point. He says, screw the front office. I'm going to fire him myself. Uh, not good things happen in Green Bay. Bears are going to take advantage of that 20-30-21 win. I think that's totally fair, Kevin. And again, I, I'd like to preface this again. I would be ecstatic if the Bears won this game. I would be, I would be so happy. But um, I do think, wait, I did say that the Bears win this game. What am I doing? Yeah, I'm already did. looking at the next week. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm a, I'm a dummy, dumb, dumb. It's fine. But I do have the Bears losing to the Chiefs at home in the 22nd of December. And this isn't anything against the Bears. I think this is just the Chiefs are a really good team. Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. Andy Reid is a great coach. I mean, Matt Nagy is a product of the Andy Reid coaching tree. I think the Chiefs are humming along at this point. I think they are out ready for the playoffs. I think they have secured the AFC West by a long margin long ago, but they're going to rise to the challenge of the Bears and they're not going to want to let the Bears get an easy one on Sunday night football. Uh, I think the Chiefs take this one 28-24. Yep, I'm sadly going to have to agree with you. I do have two Bears losses back-to-back. Um, I just want to point out that th- this is um, the only loss at home that I'm giving the Bears. Um, and I kind of just felt like I had to give them a loss somewhere. I, I don't see them going undefeated at home, which, but I, I mean, it, it is, it is definitely possible. I just think there's always that one game that, that, you know, a team, a good team kind of just is thrown off by, but, um, I, I think, I think you're completely right, Jake. I think Patrick Mahomes is just, it, 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 he's just unbelievable. I mean, there's not too much more to say about it. And, you know, he elevates the play of, of all of the players around him. Um, he elevates their game, uh, makes them better. Um, they, they just look right when, when, um, you know, when he's calling the shots. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give the chiefs this win. I'm going to have to say, um, 27, 17 chiefs. I'm actually going to disagree with you guys. I think this is a win for the Bears. You saw how they reacted to that that home uh, Sunday night football game against the Rams. That they, I guess you would, you could say they weren't really expected to win that game last year. I think you're looking at a similar situation. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to pick the Chiefs in this game simply because of their reputation from last year. And I think they will have success this year. But when you when you de- you know delve into the rosters, you look at their defense. Right, it, it's quite frankly not very good. I mean, it ranked bottom. 
three in the NFL last year in yards per game, points per game. Uh, it, it was not a great defense. And I know they pick up Tyra Matthew, but they lose a few guys on that front seven as well. So I don't think it's really going to change much. And I think the Bears take advantage of that in this game. I mean, I have the Chiefs in my full season predictions going 12 and four. I have this one being one of their losses because of their defense. I think it's a bit of a shootout. I think it's 31-28. But again, I go back to what I said earlier. It's really hard to see any team, whether it's the Chiefs, whether it's the Broncos, whether it's the Redskins, you know, I don't care what talent level you are to, to see any of these teams put up more than 21 points on this Bears defense. And that that's what I see. Ha- you know, I, I just can't see it. That's how good this defense is. I really do think this year is a historic year uh, for this defense. I think it's I'll go out there and make my bullets a prediction. It will be the best defense of the past two decades. Um, and I think you're also looking at the Super Bowl preview in this game. But I think the Bears get the best of them uh, at home late in the season again in the cold. Not like the Chiefs don't know how to play in the cold. But I, I still think that being at home, uh, the Bears are just going to pull this one out 31 to 28. And, and it, it's going to be, I think, a late Mitch Trubisky drive uh, that leads them to victory. And then it, people are going to start raising uh, the questions, who is the better draft pick, Mahomes or Trubisky, now that we're here in, in year three. <laughs> and my goodness, that sounds like a crazy statement, doesn't it? But um, I think because right now people are saying, wow, the Bears are so dumb for for trading up to number two to get Trubisky and you know I get it because Mahomes is the MVP but finally he's going to show that he was just as worth it uh there in that 2017 draft here in week week 16. Kevin you are the optimist of this program right now I I, I, I mean it, it, look it is optimism but hey, I love it there's love valid it. reasons yeah absolutely no you make Kevin every single time you've gone against the rest of us you've made some very solid points to the point of almost swaying me in some of these times <laughs> I've predicted a loss um, but I will stick with my predictions and that takes us to the final week. And man, these poor Vikings, especially if with Chris's prediction of the bears coming off two losses, mine with them coming off one against a tough opponent, these Vikings are not going to be prepared. If this happens, uh, they are, they're just, I almost feel bad for them. I mean, the bears are going to come out angry. They're going to come out wanting to end the season on a good note. They're going to want to show everyone else who's boss that these losses, whether it's the two that Chris predicts or the one, my one against the chiefs, they're going to want to show everyone, Hey, like we, we may be trying to figure some things out right now. We might've taken our lumps, but we're going to go right back tenfold to this Vikings team, our punching bag. I think it continues Bears win 35 to three against the Vikings to cap the season off. Yeah. Um, I, I was pretty much going to make the point that you just made. Um, I don't see the bears losing three straight. Um, it's the last game of the year uh, before the playoffs. I think the bears do pull it out. Um, I, and I do think it'll be um, by double digits actually. So um, I'm going to go 27, 13 bears. Um, and I think the bears head into the playoffs with a lot of swagger and momentum. And yeah, I think the bears, um, beat the Vikings in Minnesota to end the season. I have this as a loss, but listen, listen, listen. The reason why I have it as a loss, because at this point, the this bears guy. are going to be 13 and two. So they're going to rest their starters in this game. That's why I have it as a loss. Cause they're going to rest their starters. They have the, they have the number one seed in the North, uh, in the NFC locked up. Don't risk anything. Rest the starters. The Vikings aren't even in contention for the playoffs. Who gives a crap? It's it's a whatever game. I almost just knocked over my food. Uh, you know, it, rest the starters in this one. We're locked up. That that'll that'll be the only. That's why I have them thirteen and three because I got them at a loss here because they're resting the starters. That's all there is. I mean, you know, don't hate on me. It's just, they're just resting the starters. 
And Joshua Lyles is now back. Sorry about hey, that. The, uh, the minor delay of my voice. I hope you guys are okay. Uh, <laughs> but I have this as a win, only because I think we're going to need this in order to uh, lock up the playoff bye week. So I, 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 I believe... Um, I mean, that's what happened last season, right? So we thought we had it at 13-3, and three, and then we ended up not. So uh, we're not going to take any chances. We're going to go 14-2, and two, and we are going to kill the Vikings. Um, for the record, I, I was listening for Week 16, and I, I have that as a loss as well, guys. So Kevin, oh, is no. all by, he's all by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, um, not, any other notes that stick out for you that you want to hit on that, well, for the teams that, games that you weren't here for? Anything no, stick out? You just have to know that we're going to win them all. I think that's the, the <laughs> theme. <laughs> that's the theme of uh, the Bears season, I think, this season. So uh, I, have, I have the Bears losing to the Saints, and I don't think anybody would be like, oh, man. Like, I think that will be like a crazy, crazy game, and I think it will be really close. So, And then I have us losing to the, um, the Chiefs. So... <clears throat> but all the other ones, I, I just honestly, like, I guess you can make a case for the Cowboys and the Rams. But um, I think if we may, if we lost to any other team, it would it would put things in people people's minds. Like, should we be in the Super Bowl? I think every other team on this list. If if we are a Super Bowl team, like we'd say we are should be a win in in my opinion. So, uh, I, um, chiefs, I think they're a super bowl team. And I also think the saints could potentially be a super bowl team as well. So that's why I think, um, those two games would be questionable to me, but everybody else, I, if, if we can't beat them during the regular season, then are we a super bowl team? So that's, I think that's where my mindset's at. And I, I, I always do that roster against roster, uh, for the most part, I, I can't think of another team other than Chiefs and Saints that we play against. And like I said, maybe a conversation for the Cowboys and Rams uh, that have a better roster than us. And so that's that's what it comes down to is um, coaching and, and roster. And so that's why I think Cowboys is on the, the outside of my list is because, yes, they have a super talented team. But their coaching, I think, has always kind of held them back. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So that's I, that's where I stand. That's my my predictions. It is the end of the end of the season. So where let's let's do a little recap of where we're at prediction wise, <laughs> record wise. So, uh, Chris, where are you at? Um, I have the Bears finishing eleven and five this season. And who are your losses again? Just out of curiosity. Um, it was the Broncos. Um, give me one second. It was ah, the, shoot. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs> no, no, you're good. It was the Broncos, uh, the Eagles, uh, the Rams, the Packers and the Chiefs. Cool. And, uh, Kevin, I'm going 13 to three, but remember that third loss to the Vikings is because I have them resting their starters. So, you know, only two real losses, but final record 13 and three. And who are, who are your other who are your my, losses? My losses were to the Rams uh, on the road there, and then the the Chargers at home. Uh, yeah, that I, that's whenever I left was the Rams game, and I, that Rams game I think it's gonna be so 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 interesting because last year 
not an offensive game at all. <laughs> either oh. either either team was just terrible, um, and and it, I wouldn't even say terrible. I just I think both teams just had a super good defense, and I think the Rams did lose enough on defense to make the argument that our offense is better than last year and their defense is worse than last year. Um, granted, they still have Aaron Donald, but uh, they have an aging Aqib Talib. Marcus Peters isn't as good as he thinks he is. And <laughs> and uh, Eric Weddle is – who did he replace? Nah. Joyner, right? Or no? Yeah. 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 I think Joyner's gone. Yeah, yeah so, Joyner's on the Raiders now. Yeah, and so I don't, I don't think Weddle is as good as Joyner. So I just – I think our offense got better, their defense got worse. And so I think that's the, that's the deciding factor for me. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, so I just wanted to say that piece about the Rams. But, Jake, where, where are you at record-wise? I have them at 13-3, and three, losing in Week 2 to the Broncos, in Week 11 to the Rams, and in Week 16 to the Chiefs. 13-3 and three is my final prediction. That's it. Book it. All right, guys. If you guys. If you guys know any uh, really good um, betting places, just go ahead and put your bets in now. Yeah. You could completely and totally 100% rely on our predictions unless <laughs> you see it on my Twitter page and uh, just do the opposite of everything that I say. <laughs> We're, I would like we're to going say, two and fourteen next season. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I would like to say Adam Hogue just tweeted that he has the Bears also going thirteen and three. Oh yeah, all right. All right. And so, here, wait, pretty let, reliable guy. Should we do playoffs and and see how far we have this team going in the playoffs? Should we do that? We absolutely should not talk about playoffs before <laughs> week one. <laughs> we know? absolutely should you know? not do that. Because I got them winning the Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Super Bowl we, we know. We know, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, we, know. <laughs> um, we, are, we are flirting with an hour and a half of, of Bears talk. And I know we all, all of us, listeners and talkers alike, could listen to more Bears talk but I'm going to make the, the decision right now to cut it off. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked for the season. Thursday can't come fast enough. Tomorrow is just going to be terrible. And um, everything about tomorrow is I'm already pegging it. Like I'm probably going to find out that I have cancer and my whole Jeez. life is going to fall apart tomorrow. Um, but Thursday, Wednesday will not matter at all because Thursday will be here and there will be Bears football in my eye holes. So I'm super excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and, uh, the Packers win. I, I might just go into hibernation, delete Instagram, delete Twitter, uh, <laughs> delete everything that I have because I, I just would not be able to deal with that. Oh, it would be horrible. So let, let, come on, bear down, baby. Come on. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, I'm so excited. Let's do this. Let's pump it into my veins. Cool. Yep. All right. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Bears Nation podcast. Uh, thank you for sticking around this entire episode. It's a very long episode, but uh, hey, it's Bears football. It's it's time. Tomorrow is, I mean, when, Thursday is the day that we get to see them on TV again, and we've waited a very long offseason. 
Uh, last offseason was at least interesting with all the different transactions. So each week flew by. But this offseason has been terrible. Really hard to watch <laughs> just because of uh, the, pre- the preseason was really hard to watch because even last season we had a few rookies playing, some 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 stuff that we could break down. But even this offseason, like other than Roy Robertson Harris, like I can't th- <laughs> think of anything that stuck out. Josh Woods, maybe. Uh, a little bit of I Montgomery. Could- Game one, yeah, Montgomery for but, one game, yeah, and <laughs> but other than that, like it's just been really hard four weeks of preseason football of not seeing anybody that we're actually going to see. So I'm just excited for Thursday, man. So, uh, yeah, next week we'll be back on Monday to talk to talk about a, a Bears win. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. All right, guys. If you're if you're not already, go ahead and subscribe on any any platform that you listen to. Um, yeah, hopefully it's iTunes. Cause that's the best one. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I, I am not a, I'm not <laughs> a, multiple years. I think I'm totally, uh, uh, rambling right now. So we're just going to go ahead. Well, it's and not alienate this. the listeners, Josh. <laughs> um, all right. We are looking forward to the regular season. <laughs> By the time you are listening to this, we got 24 hours. We're in the home stretch folks. Light at the end of the tunnel is here. We'll see you on the other side on Monday. Until then, bear down and enjoy the game.